Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. And today's episode is going to be a fun one. We've got questions from Twitter, Facebook, and James from Nevada. Um, so going to have some fun with these questions. Three questions, just as a reminder, if you're new to the AdMail format, uh, whether you're a client of IRA Financial or not, do not worry. If you have questions that you want someone to answer, like me, a tax attorney and someone who has been in the self-directed IRA industry for many years, I'd uh, love to help you answer your questions. It's fun for you. It's fun for me. I get to learn, research, um, and we can learn together. So you can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at IRA Financial Channel. You can email info at irafinancial.com. It's info at irafinancial to say, ask Adam or AdMail. The questions will come to me. I have a slew of questions in the queue, which I hope to get to in the next several months. But don't hesitate, send them in, and I promise I will get to that. So the first question, is it too late to set up a solo 401k plan for my C-Corp business? It's from Twitter. Um, no, you have until... October 15th, 2021 for the 2020 year. So under the SECURE Act, which was passed in December 2019, and wow, does that seem like a lifetime ago before COVID. Um, now, just like a SEP IRA, corporations, partnerships can set up a 401k plan in a subsequent year for a prior year. Old year, old rule, excuse me, suggested and stated that you must set up the plan in the year in question. So if you wanted to have a 401k plan in 2021, the plan had to be set up in 2021. Well, the new rule states that if you want to have a plan set up in 2021, you need to set up the plan in 2022 before the company files its tax return, including extensions. Well, unfortunately for partnerships, S-Corps, the extension has run. That was September 15th. So C-Corporations actually file in April 15th and October 15th. Same with self-employed individuals filing Schedule C. You can file your tax return up until October 15th. So that means you still got time. Okay, so if you have a corporation, you're a W-2 employee of a corp with no full-time employees other than the owners or their spouses, you can set up a solo K and do 25% of your W-2 comp up to a maximum of 57,000 or 63,500 if you're over 50. Again, these are 2020 numbers because the plan will be used for the 2020 taxable year. If you're self-employed, again, it's all off your net schedule C and you have that same maximum. So let us know. We can certainly would love to help you set up the solo 401k for the 2020 year. Why would you want to do it? Well, tax deductions is the primary reason. And I guess the secondary reason is if you want to do Roth, this could be a good time to do it, depending on what happens on some of the new tax legislation. You may not be able to do a backdoor Roth um, again. So this may be the last time to do it, or if you just have extra money and you want to stick into a 401k plan to invest, 
um, you have some time. So again, it's October 15th, assuming you filed an extension for yourself as a Schedule C taxpayer, someone who's self-employed, or for your court. Second question is from Facebook, and this person wants to know, if I don't want to be the manager of the IRA LLC, can I have my spouse serve as manager even if my IRA owns the LLC? Yes, absolutely. Tax law is clear. Tax cases are clear that a disqualified person like yourself or a spouse can serve as manager of an entity. Uh, the case law is clear that the entity only becomes disqualified once the entity is funded. So yes, you can be the manager uh, or you can have a spouse, you can have a friend. Just remember the spouse does have, or whoever the manager is, I should say, does have control you know, over the management of the entity. Now you can carve out responsibilities for you as the IRA owner if you want to have um, let's say you want to require the manager to seek your consent anytime there's um, you know a check written or a wire sent, or if you want to have dual control over the bank account, you can certainly do that. But I have a lot of clients where one spouse is just not going to be very active. This is not kind of their thing. Any other spouse is going to end up just managing um, the LLC, making sure filings get done, making sure that the LLC is in good standing, and also you know having a say in investment decisions. Now, both spouses, again, can do that. You can have multiple managers on an LLC, whether you want unanimous consent or not. That's possible. You can also just have a third party serve as a manager, whether it's a spouse, friend, cousin, aunt, uncle. Again, remember, if you appoint someone as manager, generally they're going to have authority to sign on behalf of the LLC. So just make sure you're comfortable with that option. And again, if you want to have a little bit more control, well, a little bit more, I should say, um, control over the um, spending of the, the cash since it is your IRA's money, even though the third party will be manager, i.e. a spouse or someone else, you can build that into the operating agreement and uh, seek the manager to require consent of the IRA holder for you know, certain investments or, or really whatever you want. That's one of the beauties of the LLC is it's super flexible. You can build in pretty much anything you want into the operating agreement so long as it's not illegal, and we will be more than happy to assist you with that and basically customize it uh, for you and your particular uh, self-directed retirement situation. So uh, we do that all the time. There's no extra fees. Again, we're, we're here to work with you and make sure that the operating agreement and the LLC structure uh, best suits uh, your investment and retirement goals. Third question is from James C. of Reno, Nevada. And James wants to know, if I use my IRA to buy a business through the Rob solution, what happens when I sell the business? Okay, so just by way of background, ROBS is also known as an acronym for Rollover Business Startup Solution, and it's really the only way that you can use retirement funds to invest in a business where you or a disqualified person will have personal involvement. Okay, so yes, your IRA could obviously buy Apple or Tesla stock, but you're not personally involved. If you want your IRA to buy a pizza restaurant that you're going to be the chef or you're going to be the manager, you're going to be day-to-day occupied and active in that business, then an IRA won't work because that would trigger a prohibited transaction under Internal Revenue Code Section 4975. So the ROBS, Rollover Business Startup Solution, is really your only solution. And the ROBS basically involves setting up a C corporation, not an LLC, not a partnership, not an S-corp, a C-corp which adopts a 401k, and then you'll roll over your pre-tax retirement funds tax-free into the 401k, 
And the 401k will buy corporate stock, also known as qualifying employer securities. And that takes advantage of an exemption under 4975 D13, which allows a 401k to buy corporate stock without triggering the prohibited transaction rules under 4975C. So it's an exception under 4975D. And by doing that, then you can have a business owned by a 401k that you are an employee of or a family member is an employee of, earning a salary and, and actively managing the entity. So from an exit strategy, what happens? Let's say someone wants to buy your business. What happens? Well, if they buy the corporate stock, who owns the stock? Not you, James, right? Your 401k does. 401ks don't pay tax on capital gains. So if I come and want to buy the stock of this pizza restaurant owned by the corporation, which is owned by the 401k as a shareholder, if the 401k sells the stock, all the gains go back to the 401k from the capital gains sale of stock tax-free. If the business sells its assets, then there could be likely a corporate tax, whether it's 21% or a higher tax rate, depending on what happens under the current tax proposals, which again, I think it's going to go up to 26%. So there will be a corporate tax on the sale of the assets and then any of the retained earnings, whatever is there after the capital gains, uh, excuse me, the corporate tax will be dividend up to the 401k tax-free. So James, you definitely want a stock sale if you can. Most buyers would prefer an asset sale. So that's something you got to work out. Why? Because if you own the stock, you own all the liabilities of the corporation, which carry forward to you. So yes, you can build in provisions and indemnification and reps in the stock purchase agreement, uh, but some buyers just are really against stock sales and others um, are okay with it. I've done stock sales, I've done asset sales. You know, If you have a good lawyer that helps you draft a stock purchase agreement and gets really tight reps and good indemnification, uh, you're gonna be protected uh, in most cases. And you can also leave or require you know, the seller to hold um, money um, in escrow for let's say 12, 18 months or, or as the um, reps um, sort of um, die, um, so to speak. And then just to make sure that there is money and you don't have to chase the seller um, for the cash because it's an escrow if there's any issues um, from the sale in terms of losses that are attributable to pre-closing um, since you now own the stock. So. You got options. The big thing, obviously, is the gains are tax-free uh, on a stock sale because the 401k is the owner. If you do an asset sale, then the dividend from the corp to the 401k would also be tax-free. And then the 401k can then take the money and roll it into an IRA and you know do stocks or do real estate or do something else. So you got lots, lots of options and really good question. So there you go. There's another episode of Ad Mail in the Bag. Uh, appreciate all the questions I got, as I mentioned, really good number of questions in the queue, but keep them coming. I love this pod. Um, I do research, I prepare. Um, yeah, I know a lot of the answers kind of off the top of my head, but um, I still prepare and make sure that I can give you a more complete answer, not just a um, you know one minute type response. I wanna give you good background, give you my thoughts and kind of explain the underlying situation that uh, really surrounds the question. And hopefully I do it in uh, a way that makes sense and, and it's easy to understand. Um, so I'm trying my best. I know it's kind of a complicated uh, set of uh, rules. Um, most people are just aren't 
very familiar with, with IRAs, 401ks, 4975, self-directed, disqualified person stuff, UBTI, right? All these really complex terms that sound easy. Uh, they're easy to me because I've been doing this for so many years, but they're not. And, and I recognize that. So I try to simplify things, make, make things easy so you can understand and be more successful investors uh, and make, make more money and have more wealth in your retirement account. So uh, I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm going to keep doing better, I promise. But send in the questions, challenge me. Um, I look forward to, um, to getting and hearing from everyone. Leave a comment, um, subscribe, give it a like, and um, really appreciate um, your support. Thanks for listening each week, spending a few minutes with me. Uh, I got two other pods, so if you uh, don't get sick of me, you can check out Adam Talks, which is each Wednesday, and AdBits each Tuesday, which covers uh, a bit of information on various self-directed topics. And lately I've been covering um, just some more general um, tax slash um, small business topics, which I got a lot of um, feedback that, that people were interested in hearing about. So that's what I'm doing. And um, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great rest of your week. Take care.